0: How to make sincere small talk? That's the big question. I have a few strategies that are gonna help you initiate small talk that is sincere. What's up, XLearners? Welcome back to my channel. I'm so happy that you're here. Exploring Communication Coaching is the place for you if you want to improve your communication skills and communicate with confidence, authenticity, and poise. So welcome. In this video, we are talking about ways to get to sincere small talk so that you don't have to come off as fake and you don't have to engage in superficial interactions. Because remember, small talk is important. It can lead to deeper, more meaningful conversation. And that is what we want. It allows you to see whether that potential relationship, partnership, friendship is worth pursuing. Are you going to become business partners? Are you going to become husband and wife? Are you going to become best friends forever? Who knows? You wouldn't unless you engage in sincere and meaningful small talk. Today I'm giving you a framework that's going to get you to speak sincerely in your small talk and get to see whether that relationship is worth pursuing. Are you ready? Let's get right into it. It's called the CAP framework. And this stands for, well, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you in this video. All right, so the first one is C. That means connection. So first you wanna establish rapport. You wanna find the common ground to show that you guys have some overlapping interests or points of view or perspectives or anything that is common, right? So we call that the connection. So for example, if you see that you are frequenting the same coffee shop as this person, or maybe you are in the same office building as they, or maybe you are enrolled in the same course. Maybe you have just come out of the same TED Talk, or maybe you're at the same fashion show. Those are all great ways of starting and initiating small talk. You build the connection. So how does this work? You might say something like, that TED talk was revelatory. But if you're at a fashion show, you might say, that lineup was amazing. It's so much better than asking, hey, how are you? Right? Those are boring ways of starting small talk. So instead you initiate it by showing commonality, common ground. Then we have A for align. So the next thing you want to do after establishing common ground is to align it with something personal. So now is your time to introduce yourself a little bit, give them a sense of who you are, maybe your personality, your interests, your hobbies. Let's say you're at the TED Talk venue. You can say something like, You know, in college, I was enrolled in a public speaking course. It was an art of rhetoric course. And I noticed that the TED Talker did a lot of the strategies that I learned way back when. So right off the bat, you're sharing something about you that's personal. They've learned that you were in college and you took a communication course. If you're at the fashion show, you can say, ah, I love what they did with Chanel. You know, my favorite is the little black dress. I just find it so timeless and elegant. And it reminds me of Audrey Hepburn whom I absolutely adore. So there's so many different ways of adding your personal flair because people want to get to know who you are. Again, this is a way of figuring out, okay, are we possible friends? Are we possible business partners? What's there to explore? And they can only figure that out if you can divulge something a little bit personal. We're not talking about, you know, sharing your secrets or your most vulnerable aspects. That comes later with trust and building out the relationship. But at the very beginning, at the onset, we want to give the person a little bit of information as to who we are and what we like. So are you with me so far? We have C for connection, A for align, and then the next one is P for probe. Now, this one's really important as well because you are opening the floor to your interlocutor, to the person with whom you are engaged in this small talk. Now, you want to get them to speak because it's no fun if you're doing all the talking, right? Might be for you, but it's not for them. So how do you ask a question that is going to get them to speak? Well, you can rest assured that asking a simple yes or no question will not lead to anywhere, right? That's a dead-end question. And we need to refrain from asking those types of yes, no questions. They're close-ended and they're dead-ends. Instead, we want to ask questions that they can elaborate on. How do you feel about this? What is your opinion on X, Y, Z? Why, okay? These are richer ways of asking a question which will allow for a deeper, more interesting response. How did you feel about that TED Talk? Right, So you're asking their opinion. It shows that you value their opinion and their perspective and what they have to say, whether or not you agree with them. What brought you to Fashion Week? Right, So you're allowing them to elaborate and to get them to talk, opening the floor to allow for their conversation as well. After CAP, which is, well, do you remember? Connection. Align, probe, is when the magic starts to happen. That's when the conversation takes a turn. It goes in an unexpected direction, which is the beauty of conversation. That is exactly what we want to happen. It is not a very structured, back and forth, robotic turn-taking, right? No, it evolves. It's like waves. It's dynamic. And it's complex. And that's what we want. But in order for this to happen... You do need to go through CAP because it gives some structure. It's a springboard for the conversation to unfold and you build on it. So you want to build out the conversation by asking more follow-up questions. So after the P, after you probe and they share something, their opinions or perspectives, their feelings, their experience, whatever it is, they share, then you can add something as well. And it's like building legos together it's collaborative now let's say they get stuck so i want you to be mindful right every time that somebody pauses or there's a little bit of silence right these gaps in conversations that is not cause for alarm the person might be thinking about what they're going to say next right they need some thinking time you know how to construct the next point that they're about to make so it's not cause for alarm now if you notice that the pause is a little bit longer than say, what you're used to in just regular conversation, other social interaction experiences that you've had, then you might be able to intervene by giving a follow-up question, right? And there's nothing wrong with that. Not everyone is going to be a comfortable and confident speaker. So, Explorers, because you know how to do sincere small talk using the CAP method, you're able to ask a probing follow-up and allowing them to build on what they've just said, right? You make them feel at ease. All right, Experners, that's it for this video. I hope that you enjoyed the CAP method, and the next time you want to engage in small talk, pull it out of your repertoire and be able to connect, align, and probe so that you can have meaningful and sincere small talk. If you haven't already done so, I suggest that you subscribe so that you can get more videos about how to communicate with confidence, authenticity, and poise. I will see you right here in my next video. Happy exploring!